but David Hill is in another fine province in Taranaki, and he is here to review the book. This is an interesting one. This is called Build for Eternity. It's not the history of Fletcher Construction or anything else like that. It is a history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in New Zealand, edited by Selwyn Katane and A. Keith Thompson. What do we have here, David? Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Well, I have to say I'm in no way affiliated with the Mormons, the um, Church of the Latter-day Saints, but I chose this book out of a certain nostalgia. You'll be too young to remember this, Catherine, but in the late 1950s, the 1960s, that distinctive Mormon architecture, those clean, modernist churches and temples, were such a feature of New Zealand, and of course so were the young missionaries, usually Americans going in their pairs on foot or in bicycle with their short-sleeved shirts from house to house in suburban New Zealand. Do you remember any of that, Catherine? Uh, I do remember them coming to the door, and I must confess I remember all of us running and hiding somewhere else in the house, but they weren't the only ones that happened for. (laughs) That was a New Zealand phenomenon, wasn't it? Right. Anyway, the content of the book, um, an enormously comprehensive book. Um, As it says, a history of the the church in New Zealand, Um, a very, very thorough book, co-edited by Keith Thompson, who's a senior in the church in Australasia, and Selwyn Katene, who is a distinguished academic in Maori studies, Massey University, author of several books, 300 plus large format pages, Catherine, in what I have to say is close print, um, 16 major essays, a glossary of Mormon terms, in which you find out what temple sealing and the quorum of the Twelve Apostles mean. Um, it begins, the first section is largely and very lucidly written by Selwyn Cartney. It begins with the Mormon church taking the restored gospel, as they call it, to Māori in the last decades of the 19th century. Māori, of course, having always been such a significant feature of the Mormon church in New Zealand. Um, It ends with chapters on the future and very relevantly on the church and its associations with Te Tiriti o Waitangi. We get essays on church buildings, on temples, on the missionary work, on Pacifica members, on the global church. There's a very intriguing section on sisterhood, on women's roles in the church. Hundreds of illustrations, pictures of Mormons at Salt Lake Temple in Utah, 1913, Maori Mormons, I should point out, portraits of many bearded patriarchs, pictures of monuments, concert parties, weddings, the same research and extensive coverage that's gone into the texts here as well. Um, Selwyn Cartany, as I say, writing very extensively on the church um, early on in New Zealand, how the fact that it wasn't associated with the crown and the fact that it wasn't after land made it so appealing to Māori, among other features. Peter Lineham, in one of the last chapters discussing whether Mormonism will become one of the great global religions, as it would hope to be, And in the very final essay, as I mentioned, Ian Barber talking about how since Maori have always represented such a large percentage of the saints, that church has accordingly been much involved in discussions on te tiriti, 
and the commitment of church members to Te Reo and Tikanga. So as I keep saying, Catherine, a very comprehensive content. Thank you very much for that. David Hill has reviewed Build for Eternity, a history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in New Zealand. It is edited by Selwyn Katane and A. Keith Thompson. I think the publisher is Huia. Let me just check that. Yes, it is $68, the price.